Welcome to the How to Start a Career course from Plato University, where you're going to learn the secret job search strategies of top candidates to find meaningful work, build your network, and have long-lasting career success. If you want to learn how to land your dream job in any type of market, join us at plato.university for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. All right, you finally made it. You are on the last lesson of this course. Previously, we discussed the negotiation process for you to get the best offer possible and finally secure the job. I just want to take a moment to say that you've done an amazing job going through this course. First, starting with the self-inventory and understanding what it is you want from a job and the skills and abilities that you have to solve problems inside a company. You then created a career plan, deciding exactly where you wanted to apply those skills and abilities. Then we then spent some time creating your professional positioning and your personal brand, bringing together all your promo materials that you would use throughout the job application process. And that process was probably long and arduous. But if you follow all these steps and go back through the lessons and do the activities, the probability of you actually landing your dream job and turning that into a career is much higher. And today, I wanna to focus on long-term career management. In the most basic sense, Long-term career management means periodically assessing that you're moving towards your goals and having the impact that you want to make. When we started diving into making your career plan, you outlined a vision for your life and your career. So as we go through our career, we want to periodically check that we're still in line with that or maybe see if we want to change our goals and go in a new direction. Additionally, the more that we're able to look at our career plan and see what the next steps are, the better prepared we can be for taking those next steps. And that's why throughout this course, I've been teaching you network opportunities. Remember in the beginning, I told you that this entire process could go a lot faster or be skipped entirely if you know people that can get you into other places. And so we've been building the skill and habit of talking to other people and connecting, trying to provide value to them and trying to dig the well before we get thirsty. Because what's the reality of the situation? The world is going to change. That means the job market's going to change. And that could mean that the job that you currently just got through this process may not be around forever and you'll have to find a new job. Or maybe a better opportunity comes up, in which case you need to go through the process of going after that job. You may also come to new milestones in your life where things change, your goals and your direction, maybe even changing an industry, in which case you're going to have to go through this process again. So the more resources and network that you have at that point, the better off you're going to be. Now, when we're assessing our career plan, depending on where we originally started, we may have had to lay out a lot of steps in order to shift into our end goal. For example, if you're moving into a new career and a new field, remember before that we said a job breaks down into the job title that's within a specific field. That means the job has two parts, title and field. Title really stands for what you do, where the field is where you do it. Changing careers where you change the job title and the field at the same time can be a pretty hard jump. And that's why we advise in doing it in two steps, where either you change the job title or the field first, and then you change the other one later. So for example, let's say you're an accountant in television, but you want to become a reporter in medicine. Instead of trying to make that leap where it seems like something totally different, change just the job title. So you could be a reporter, but still working in television. Or you can change the field or industry. 
So still being an accountant, but working in medicine and then making that second step later where you're a reporter in medicine. But doing these steps to changing into jobs or career fields that we want to do means that we need to manage our career along the way. How long do we need to work in one job gaining skills before we can shift to another job? At what point have we reached the goals that we want and we're trying to move on to the next steps? These are all things you need to keep track of with your career. And why would you go through this process? Well, without proper care and attention, you're going to get caught off guard. You could be cruising along in your job right now, feeling like life is totally okay, and then the economy crashes and you lose your job. And if you haven't been doing the habits and keeping track of your career, you could be in a very dire situation. We already know that you're not likely to stay in one job for a long time. Gone are the days where you get one job and you ride that all the way out till retirement. There's a study that found workers between the time of 35 and 44, 36% lasted less than a year and 75% lasted less than five years. And given that jobs don't last as long as they used to, we may be job hunting again sooner than we think. The U.S. Department of Labor in 2017 revealed that people held 11.9 jobs between the age, ages of 18 and 50. Job hunting is no longer an optional exercise. It's a survival skill. And this means it's one of the things in our life that we must get really skilled at and become masters of. So let's discuss how you can do long-term career management so that you can get ahead of the disruption and change when you want, not when the world wants you to change. The first thing you can do is sitting down every year and doing an annual career review. During this review, you want to reflect on the past year and consider whether to change a job and then make a plan for the coming year. I'll provide a link to a tool that will help you go through a list of questions at 80,000hours.org. And you can use this tool every year to make sure that you're on track for reaching your goals and always moving towards your purpose, the bigger goal of them all. It's encouraged to do this review about once a year. Annually is frequent enough to pick up important changes in your situation without too much delay, but infrequent enough to avoid spending too much time planning rather than doing. But as you're going about your day-to-day -day in your job or month-to-month, -month, look for opportunities to grow and build your career capital. These are skills, connections, and credentials that put you in a better position to make a difference in the future. It's important to build career capital that's flexible, that will be relevant in many different jobs in the future. So as opportunities start to present themselves to you as you're working in your current job, assess if it's a good opportunity for you to build career capital. Look at the skills. What are you going to learn in this job? Some very useful things that can be transferred to other jobs are things like productivity, analysis and problem solving, learning how to learn, communication, data analysis, persuasion and negotiation, and management. Look for opportunities where you can get mentorship or training on these skills. Also think about the connections that you can make when opportunities present themselves. Who will you work with and meet in this job? It's important to make connections who are influential can help mentor you and gain new skills or care about the same causes that you do so that you can have a larger impact in the future. As opportunities present themselves, think about the credentials that you can earn taking that opportunity. Will this job act as a good signal to future collaborators or employers? This doesn't just mean things like formal education and getting some sort of degree. It's also about your achievements and reputation. If you're a writer, it's the quality of your blog. If you're a coder, it's your GitHub. Remember, you want to build up your portfolio of great work. You could also assess how much runway that this opportunity might give you. And runway is the amount of money that you can make and save for other opportunities in the future. 
It's how long you could comfortably live with no income. Let's often recommend aiming for at least six months of runway to maintain your financial security. But 12 to 18 months of runway is even more useful because it gives you the flexibility to make major career changes. Additionally, outside of work, you still want to be building your skills. The world is changing so fast and you have to keep your skills up to date. Additionally, if you want to change the direction of your career, you may have to reskill and change your skill set. This is where places like Plato University come in handy to allow you to keep updating your skills and stay at the forefront of what's happening in the world. Of course, at Plato University, we design our programs so that whether you're coming in for your first skill set or your 50th skill set, you can quickly learn them and start applying them towards your purpose and the impact you want to make in the world. And as you learn these skills, make sure that you're applying them to real projects because you want to keep building your portfolio. We talk so much in this course about having tangible evidence so you can show employers that yes, you actually have these skills and here's how you've applied them. So don't let your portfolio get dusty. Keep adding work to it, whether that's personal projects that you do or things from work that you can add in there. Of course, don't overstep any boundaries with non-disclosure agreements or things you're not allowed to share, but make sure that you keep your portfolio up to date. And the last thing that you want to do for your long-term career management is something we've already talked about, but it's worth reiterating the point. You need to network and surround yourself with great people. We already know a large fraction of jobs are found through connections, and many are probably never advertised, so they're only available through those connections. But the importance of connections goes far beyond finding jobs. It may be an overstatement to say that you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with, but there's a lot of truth in this statement, and it's the reason it's so cliche. Your friends set the behavior you see as normal, which becomes social norms, and directly influence how you feel through emotional contagion. Your friends can also directly teach you new skills and introduce you to new people. Your connections are also a major source of personalized, up-to-date information that is never published. For instance, if you want to find out what job opportunities might be a good fit for you in the biotech industry, the best way to find out is to speak to a friend in that industry. If you ever want to start a new project or hire someone, your connections are the best place to start because you already know and trust them. And finally, if you care about making an impact in the world, then your connections are even more important because they're also a platform for advocacy. Partially because you can persuade people in your network of important ideas, but it's also because your behavior will help to set the social norms in your network, spreading positive behaviors in the way we just described above. In this way, your influence on your network could be more important than the direct impact of your own behaviors. The more people in your network, the more influential they are, the more powerful the effect. So for our final activity in this course, I want you to set a date for you to review your career plan. Make sure to keep a close eye that you're still on your path to your purpose and making the impact that you want in the world. Then I want you to continue your habit and connect with four people you haven't talked to in a while. Get used to doing this and try and do it every single day. And lastly, you finish this course, but I'm sure there's a ton of other skills that you need to learn. So my recommendation is to go look at the holes in your skill set that you still need to fill and check out our courses at Plato University. If we don't have the course, well then send me an email and we'll be sure to put it on the roster for something we need to create in the future. But don't let that stop you. Go find these learning resources out there on the internet. A ton of them exist and you want to keep your skills up to date. So take a new course or take up some different type of learning. Thank you so much for taking this course and I'm excited to see the jobs that you get. 
See you in the next one. Thank you for taking the How to Start a Career course. To get everything you need for your job search, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash career and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash career. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.